0: radio exclusively aired on conservative talk albuquerque kdmz 96.9 fm
1: 700 a.m i'm diana vargas i'm stella padilla and in in-house with us today is janice arnold jones i'm here we got her in the hot seat
0: so i promised everybody conflict yesterday so we have to have a topic that uh we don't agree on yeah well. You want
2: <laughs> conflict? <laughs> oh, man. I, which part would you like to talk about?
0: Oh, whatever, whatever. Well, first tell us about, um, so welcome listeners. Apparently we have listeners out there. Hi. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback from our comment section. So all of you who are regular listens, uh, listeners, this is for you. Thank you very much. Yes, So, you should give a shout out to your favorite person.
2: That yes. would be fun. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so we have new babies yes. in yes. the world. Three we actually. do. We so, yes. have
2: so I, I'll go first. Yes, go first. So uh, my second granddaughter arrived eight weeks early. Her name is Rose Say, uh, Rose Ellen Saylor, three pounds, four ounces. And I I just marvel at how resilient life is. This little girl is a fighter. Uh, and I know that there are babies that are born earlier and smaller, and they fight. Life is so precious. Isn't and it? And she is just... Isn't it? Precious, and she has blonde hair, which none of my my other grandchild, uh, none of my kids had blonde hair. No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> she's a little blonde. No. Um, I totally love the name, yeah. totally love it. Mm-hmm. Are you guys gonna call her Sailor because it seems like that? Well, that's her last name, so, oh, okay. so it's and it's so funny. So, Ryan is the dad, and when Mary said she was going to marry an army JAG officer, mm-hmm. uh, whose last name was Sailor John. Who is a sailor? Mm-hmm. Said I think there's something wrong with this. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna call him sailor, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? But no, that's a
1: cute. That's yeah, a yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And then Tara Shaver from um, Abortion Free New Mexico. She had a baby boy. He's precious. All of Tara's kids are precious. All of them. Yeah. I like all of them. A whole bunch. There's four of them. So this baby was a tiebreaker. Yeah. So they got the three boys and two girls now.
2: Wow. So. Yeah. What a precious Congratulations
1: gift. to everybody who had a baby. Yes,
2: the world is lucky to have babies. Well, but we have a governor who doesn't respect life. Isn't this it? To, is it? Yeah, killing our babies. And, well, and our old people and and what she, is this deal? And she prides herself on it. And then demands. She got the
1: best award for it as a matter for the most uh, extreme, extreme abortionist. She got an award for that. My God. Proudly. Our state has so much deep humiliations through this governor. Proudly. I, I, it's she didn't even
0: have her mask on so that everybody could see her <laughs> smiling and. Uh, shining. I mean, this was like her shining moment. She's like, I got this reward uh, award. <laughs> reward. I it bet she a got reward. a reward too, right? Well, I mean
2: then you dovetail into so she is using campaign money mm-hmm. to pay legal fees to get. Uh, we talked about Jim Hallinan last uh, last time I was here, and miraculously he appeared again after you left. Well, I would say, but I suspect those payments go beyond that. And just to recap for our audience. The governor has been accused, it is alleged, that she threw water on Jim Hallinan's crotch and then grabbed it. Mm-hmm. That's the complaint. She was trying
1: to put out the fire. That's why she grabbed her baby. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and,
2: and, and so when you use campaign money to start paying legal fees like that is, it, you you can argue all you want. Oh, this isn't happening. It's not true. Yada yada yada. Well, then why did you pay it off?
1: And, and the people that uh, contributed so heavily to her campaign are they thinking? It really is this where our money went to? Right. Is this right. where it goes to? Right. Well, and
2: I have a friend who is actually putting up a uh, a, a tool to request refunds from the governor because All people right. are offended that this would happen.
0: Yeah, it's perfectly legal uh, according to the New Mexico Secretary of State. But again what is uh, what's legal doesn't make it right That's right That's you right. know because anybody from the outside looking in you know and like I we mean, said
1: yeah you could, it could we could protest against it but the legislature will just write a law into effect right. for them
0: so that, that they uh, they create the, the loophole yep. or
1: the circumvent there you know you are.
0: everyone's uh, flying over flying on the side or going under mm-hmm. you know
1: New Mexico. Yeah, totally.
0: So uh, we got an interesting show, but we're just going to do some headlines really quick uh, because we've been talking about the COVID-19 vaccine. New Mexico School District wants 20,000 youth vaccinated in a pilot program. I don't like the word pilot. Yeah. In other words, uh, it's like a guinea pig program. Absolutely. Or let's use uh, the kids in New Mexico. Cause why not?
1: Well, they've done everything else to New Mexico would they Why not? They kill the babies. Let's pick on the next generation. Why not? Yeah, let's do it.
0: it. I mean, it's the way New Mexico rolls. So uh, there's schools that are, are closing down and they're reverting back to online because of a couple of cases of COVID or whatever. We're not saying COVID isn't real because I got a friend in the hospital, my friend Jolene, she's in the hospital for COVID. COVID's real, Mm -hmm. no one's denying it, but that's the goal. They're gonna shut down the schools again because they're gonna want everybody to be vaccinated because that seems like that's just the plan.
2: So there is a small silver lining with this story. And that is for the students to be vaccinated, the parents actually have to be present.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, what's going to be the scam? I, I mean, there's going to be an incentive, obviously. Uh, we saw when they were raising the taxes at APS. Remember, they were using all those kids to go and advocate knock-on doors. We need the money for our education. For our education. And and looking th-
1: all pathetic. Right. Yeah. And right. meanwhile. And matching T-shirts.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. Right.
1: So they'll know they who. They got
0: donuts or something like this in the morning because, again, New Mexico, they always just feed you a bunch of crumbs, you know, mm-hmm. to make you the product of, uh, of their environment, I guess. So there seems to be some discrepancies about how many dead bodies, homicides there are in Albuquerque. So week after week, day after day, it's like 20, 25, 30, 35. We reported 35 like a week ago because that's what the report said. So apparently uh, APD is saying that there is 34 homicides
1: this year. Because they keep not counting the ones they found at the airport because they don't know where they were killed. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Could have been anywhere. So. Mm-hmm. And it could
2: be anybody. Yeah, yeah. And my my data says that there currently are thirty seven, and that excludes the murders that were found at the airport. So thirty seven, oh, no thirty
1: seven yeah. without them, without the airport the, murders, right? So, yeah. so, uh,
2: so
0: that so that's a lot. That's like double now it's than more, all more of last year. It's more than doubled.
1: Year. More than doubled. It's
0: double right now for mm-hmm. the entire count last
1: year, if you count the airport ones.
0: Even if you don't, yeah. Even if you don't, it's still double. So, 20 APD officers quit the emergency response team after after uh, dozens leave force altogether. So, that, I guess that's what abolish the police look like is you just make the conditions so horrific that you get to go out, run amok, destroy the whole city, and because there's police presence or whatever. Uh, And they can't do their job because you got a liberal mayor like Mayor Tim Keller Mm -hmm. that uh, prided himself on his first run for mayor that it was crime, 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 crime.
2: And here we go. Crime, (laughs) crime, crime all the time. Yeah, And and he is not improving it. And I want to give a shout out to a business owner that I think is terrific, Kim Ju. Did you see what happened to him? Yes, they
1: just ripped him off and did nothing about it. And did
2: nothing. And because he is a superb photographer, I have pictures to prove it. Um he he gave it to the police they know who this person is has there been anything other than a written report by Kim Ju no that's, no, that's all
1: they requested is oh do do a report, file a report. That's their answer to everything. I mean, but they had him on camera, Janice. They had him on camera. He's uh, robbed other places. They've ha- they have that on camera. They, they had no the license plate and an address. Everything. And they said he's yeah. here now. Yeah, come get him. Come get him.
2: Yeah, nah. and nothing, nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. And and so do I blame the police for this? You know, they the numbers are down. Uh, they They clearly are not able to keep up on the homicides, but don't you know that when we ignore property crimes, that crime goes up exponentially? Well, I mean, and, and then it's it's all
0: these basic things. It's like even speeding, like like speed's a factor. I, you can't even be on the freeway going 70, 75, 80, and people are demanding that you go faster. You almost have to go like 80 down the freeway. So it's all these basic things that, that are out of control, and then it leads to all of this other more horrific stuff. So they say, well, we don't have time now for the speeders, the property crimes, and all of this other stuff because, well, because they're investigating bodies found in the trunk of, of a, a of the International or, or, Airport. Or, or
2: behind the, is it Murphys or Mavericks? I can't remember right. which. Right behind. Right. right behind the building. Totally. Uh,
0: bodies found in the middle of the road. You got domestic violence. I mean, every other day it's like, oh,
1: another murder at a motel. It's, it's The it's, most frightening thing is they used to hide it and wait till the dark, the cover of darkness. Now they do it in broad daylight, oh, yeah. lunch yeah. hours and totally.
0: stuff. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. They don't care. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, it's it's gun violence. It's... Uh, stabbings a bunch of stabbings are happening so even if we abolish guns they're just going to get knives machetes Mm -hmm.
2: but i I have to you want to have conflict here let's have Let's do it so um many of the hotels over on manal near the university area and and a few other areas are actually leased by the city of albuquerque to house our homeless uh... less less housed population Mm -hmm. and i haven't looked at the numbers but you know, just generally, I know where this is happening, and I think there's a great correlation. I think a lot is happening there. Right. Okay. So we'll pick up with that
0: when we get back. Apparently, we got to go to a commercial. Yeah. So you're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We got Janice Arnold Jones in the hot seat. And things are going to get heated. So stay <laughs> tuned. <laughs>
2: golden equipment company finding innovative solutions we are a full-service heavy equipment volvo dealer offering sales parts service and rental locally owned for over 35 years we're proud to be a part of your community our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient come see us at any of our three locations albuquerque farmington and durango colorado check us out on social media or visit our website goldenequipment.com we look forward to helping you with your next project
0: Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on conservative talk Albuquerque, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to visit us on the web at offthecuffabq.com.
2: I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And I'm on the hot seat, Janice Arnold. Jones. We love having her on the hot seat. <laughs> She's it's not really hot. Yeah. yeah. Is it a hot yeah. seat? Yeah. No, you guys are easy. <laughs> I mean, <I'm-
1: laughs> what? Yeah. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, I've been accused of that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh where do we leave off? Uh, uh well we were talking about the hotels that are leased by the City of Albuquerque and there many more than you would think uh where we are providing housing for uh under housed individuals and there's a lot of crime there. Uh and I know in the last campaign you went to some of those facilities mm-hmm. with me and they were a little scary. Oh yeah. A little scary. Totally. Um, totally.
0: And so uh, that's the thing, I, like I even remember a few years before I was, you know, doing some advocacy work with homeless people because I didn't quite understand why it was that they weren't housed because it was like a rat race all the time. It's like, you know, come over here to Golden Third and you can get a meal. Then you got to go all the way back to St. Martin's Hospitality for something else. And, you know, right. it's, it's all this crazy kind of stuff. So I kind of shadowed some 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 homeless people around as they were trying to get whatever they needed to get their stuff together. And so what I found out was there was a ton of vouchers that are paid for by uh, city, state, and federal money, but it's in, it's in the millions. Yes, like, it is in the millions. In the millions. And then so so they burden these hotels, but uh, but uh, but some of these motels most people wouldn't go there to stay anyway, anyway cuz <laughs> yeah. It's a dump. Mm. It you, like seriously, it's like camping. You yes. know, it's like worse than the Motel 6. So, but then all of these crimes that take place, then the city starts writing the owners of, of these places, you know, that they're a nuisance, that they have a nuisance property. And find them and get their money back. And find them, <laughs> find them and then get their money back because it's it's, uh, it's a home of the fee, <laughs> not the home of the free. That's right, in New Mexico In especially. New Mexico. So, yeah, it's a huge problem. So, week after week, they just they just rent out these, these, I mean, they might as well own it. And then, well, I know you might be for the uh, Gateway Center, you said maybe it might be a good idea. I'm completely against it, but why do you think it's a good idea?
2: Well, I so, yes and no. And when I heard that Cervantes is looking at leaving the area, it is true that the impact of having the homeless population go there is a problem. Um, the fact that we have so few mental health facilities that actually take people off the street who are dangerous to me and to themselves, we don't have any places. That would be about 75 beds. It's a drop in the bucket compared to the problems. Um, will they be able to compel those individuals to stay there? That's a different question uh, because this is, I, I think you're right, it is the home of the fee, but, I mean, you still have a right, even if you have uh, mental issues. Uh, mental illness to say no i don't want to i don't want help i do not want help right and so so that that that's the positive i hear that the existing businesses uh, are going to stay in that building but how how can you survive i mean i look at businesses um uh, uh don's doors and windows oh my gosh i know that they have to go out the back door every day and clean up feces uh, they have to go to the front door. Nobody goes to their business in person anymore, but their employees have to go past this. Uh, so so there probably are as many negatives, but I recognize that we do need a place for the mentally ill. Right, right. And so, uh,
0: but in that facility, there's, there's going to be like less than 20 beds, like for medical. The rest is for other stuff. I mean, it's a medical facility, but right. I don't think it's going to be utilized primarily as that, and you go to like UNMH, emergency ER or something like this, tons of homeless people there. And sometimes they discharge homeless people that aren't like sick enough that they have to be in in the hospital. Like they're getting discharged, but they still have
2: maybe physical therapy or there's still some sort of recovery. Well, and and wound care, that's a big deal. Wound care. So the downside of the facility is, is it on a primary bus line? How are people going to get there? Uh, you know, and, and since um, the uh, Raymond Murphy VA hospital is nearby, I can tell you that it is hard to get there. The bus lines are not adequate to do ev- to serve even the VA. Right, right. Well,
1: seniors are going to do millions and millions of dollars of dollars of remodeling to get it ready. Who knows when that'll be? Maybe they'll extend wait, the bus wait, wait, line.
2: Wait, 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 wait. I, I. President Trump paid a whole bunch of money, and we spent money to turn it into a COVID center that was never used. (laughs) Medically capable. Did I miss something? Am I confused? You know what? I totally, like now that you said that, it's like. Why why would you be confused? (laughs) Like a string
0: of headlines just (laughs) went through my head. (laughs) Really? It went through my mind. right. Right. Stop. So I totally remember that. They were getting ready. Uh, stocking the place up or whatever, because well, you know, and, and
2: making sure that there was oxygen and apparatus and right uh, safety procedures. Um, you know, there was a lot of money put into that facility. How much more do we? I, I I don't know. I have no idea. So, how many people is
1: it going to house? That said, they have three hundred space for three hundred beds, but they're not going to use the three hundred just for the beds. There'll be medical, like they said, right. set aside for that. So, so
2: I my my read on this is that they uh look at a total of seventy-five non medical. That that's what I get. Seventy-five non-medical.
0: And then so but they but like it's a huge place. Yes. Well
1: it's huge. They it, we'll pay it's fourteen like, million for the building. They're gonna put how many more million into remodeling for such little space.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. But then you have you know, so so here's the other issue. If you start housing people. And, and you say, i take you the responsibility to house people. Now you also are going to accept the responsibility of feeding them. I never hear about the kitchen, do you? Mm-mm. I don't hear about staff. I don't hear about, uh, I, I, I see the money for remodeling and for maintenance. But it's like a library. If you don't have staff, it doesn't matter. Right, does not matter. And right. I don't hear the data on staff. Right. And then who's going to be allowed to stay there?
0: And, and, and why would it be any different to stay there than it would at, like, the West Side shelter or any of these other shelters? Right. Because, again, you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't use drugs there. Or you get on, like a like, a blacklist, so you're not allowed at any of them for whatever reason. But, and again, I'm not saying, like, you should be able to use drugs there. But the reality is that when people are dependent on drugs, meaning if you don't have the drug, you could die, like, heroin or something like this. So so, how do we get those people off of drugs so they can at least even start the process of, of getting housed because most people are homeless because of drugs,
1: even the crazy people. And they're on the streets because they have not been able to give it up, right? and their family right. members can't make them, so.
2: Well, and, and there is a double whammy, and let me just throw this out there because it has always bothered me. Almost everybody that I've encountered who is dependent upon drugs is addicted to nicotine none of our facilities accommodate for smoking in any way shape or form and as a result they just say you know it, it's like asking somebody to give up two addictions all at once and it's too much um, am i off base no. no 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 i think that might be correct or once you go into the facility
0: you can't leave again like there's a like no smoking section or something right. like that and i'm not saying to accommodate all of these things but uh, those are the realities that that have existed long ago, right? and they still exist now. So why are people homeless?
1: Well, so I, mean, I think well, some by choice.
2: I would say, clearly, yeah. when I was on city council, I encountered probably 10% of those that chose. They, they had money. They did. They were getting money regularly, but they didn't want to live by anybody else's rules. And or pay rent. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, that, that never came up, but they, they, they wanted to live by their own rules. Right. And, and one would say, okay, that's kind of like driving by your own rules. Right. Uh, you know, we have stoplights, we have traffic signals to keep people safe. Is that the same? Um, because what does it mean to live by your own rules? Does that mean uh, that it's okay to rip people off? And, you know, so, right.
1: right now at this very moment I drove here, there was like at least seven businesses that had four huge signs now hiring, now hiring. Now. They don't want to work. And the people who got laid, laid off recently don't want to go back to work because they're getting the extra stimulus and their little $300. And now I, I read that they're going to give them another 100 on top of that, which... I forget what it was for, but they keep giving them money to stay home. They're condi- stay home. conditioning them to depend on the government.
2: Well, and now, I mean, even being a driver for Domino's may go out the window. Did you see that they they have perfected delivering pizza with an autonomous vehicle? Stop. They I don't, don't say, even oh. need you anymore. Well, and they do that in... Um, Oh, oh, shoot, where did, uh, in Wisconsin, in Madison, Wisconsin, at the university there, Mm -hmm. they have been delivering pizzas with autonomous vehicles for a couple of years to the dormitory, only to the dormitories at the university, but that's, uh, so all of those jobs, if you, if you wanted a a side hustle, it's gone. Right. It's gone. Right. Whoa. Door dashing. Yeah,
0: everything. Uber. Right. (sighs) Hi, thanks for dashing with Dinah. Don't forget to leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that's just incredible because, okay, so so uh, they're getting more money in unemployment,
2: more money in food stamps, all of this sorts of stuff. Well, and don't forget all the students uh, who were on free and reduced lunch were given EBT cards.
0: On top of that. Yes. And then they were still handing out, lunches at these sites and then it was every day and it was like a little sack lunch. And then uh, midway through the year, it ended up being where you can drive through and you're just getting like whole products. So it was like gallons of milk, gallons of this. It's it's you know food that you obviously got to prepare at home and stuff. But it turned into a commodity line. Right? And again, nothing to do with education. Just so that we're clear, like nothing to do with education. Even if it's a good gesture, nothing to do with education. A lot of this funding going to um, like improve the medical uh, centers that they have there at Trisco Heritage. They have a huge UNM hospital. I mean, it's a big clinic. In the school? At the school. Like, attached to the school, built into the school. It was part of the original design by UNM. I mean, it's great, but it does nothing for education, especially when a
2: mile that way, there's two hospitals. So
1: why are they there? I don't know.
2: So is it hubris on the part of the educational system to believe that it is their job to raise our children and take care of all of their health? Exactly. Are we allowing that? Uh, and and is that more important than education? I personally would not allow my child or my grandchild right. uh, to be have their health cared for by the education system. Well, do you want right. to hear something really scary? And right. I'd never give my kids Ritalin. I'm sorry. Right. No. no. Yeah. I mean, but do you want to hear something
1: super scary? With this new uh, district, they wanted to immunity vaccinate 20,000 children the school district plans to drive students to clinics by offering special events starting next week tapping into its mailing list and social media and collaborating with city health officials by continuing to offer extra space for vaccine clinics they're going to drive your kids down there right take them down there
2: totally so, so not ha- even tell you so mm-hmm. how do the parents end up because the end of that article says that the parents must be present how does that happen? Mm-hmm. If they're driving my kids without my permission, yeah. how, how do they get bus. there with yeah. my permission? Yeah. How's does that happen? Okay. And furthermore, like how are they gonna organize all this when they don't even have
0: the damn buses now and they're short on bus drivers? But again, they're gonna make room for this because I don't think the goal is, is vaccination. What is it? I, I mean, I mean... The, Let, there's, there's, let's just be
1: straight up, let's just there, say it. What is it?
0: I mean, well, I mean, look. Yeah, let's look at it. They're gonna make us take this stuff. It's, it's not even approved. And then people are like, oh, look at these people refusing to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what if you're not refusing? Like, oh, Janice refuses to drink this uh, this bottle of tequila. Maybe you just declined.
2: Yes. Maybe I don't like it. Maybe you don't like it. Something yeah. like this. Or, or I've used my brains and said, you know, I, I respect your decision, but mine is different. Right. You when know. did that become right. wrong? Right, and then the schools want want your
0: children younger and younger and younger because they're sponges. That's so exactly. whatever you don't teach your children, somebody else will definitely but teach they're, them.
1: They're, what they're doing is that, like, told my little friend that we were talking about it the other day. That she's taking your children younger and younger because that's the impressionable impressionable age. Like she told me, I am more like you than I am like my mother. My mother sometimes doesn't recognize me because I, I I react like you, I think like you, and I talk like you. But I had her when she was six. Months to almost five, those are the impressionable right. years, and that's why they're trying to take him sooner from you now. She wants P, uh, PK or pre K, yeah, to start at four instead of it was five before, and right. it was six before that. But younger and younger, they're coming and taking your children because at that age, they can impress them. And who has them all day long, right? The teacher does when you come home, you're tired, you're making dinner, you're trying to make sure they're doing their homework, brush your teeth in bed the next day. The teacher has them all day long. All day long. And then we
0: know educa- uh, educators, a lot of them very liberal. Oh, yeah.
1: I think. And
2: then, I mean, look at the... But they
1: were already indoctrinated. These teachers that are
2: teaching... I you would the say the College mm-hmm. of Education is just, uh, you know, I, I shudder to say, but I think it should be disbanded uh, because what are we teaching is process for indoctrination uh, and that is what they teach is process. They don't teach content. They teach process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then, and is very anti-America.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, even saying the Pledge of Allegiance, very anti-America. It's America's fault for everything or whatever. Uh, and then they want to, like, I think all of these medical, because you asked this question, I think it's to run abortion. I bet. You I know, bet. because the law states right now that your 13-year-old daughter Mm-hmm. She can have an abortion without your knowledge, without or your knowledge, let alone consent. Mm-hmm. So they go to the office, the nurse, whatever. And uh, instead of getting a bandaid, they get an appointment to have an abortion. So now the school is acting in local parentis, right? They're yes. acting in place of your parents. So now they they arrange for this student to go and have an abortion. So what's to say they're not just going to have the abortion facilities there and be like, okay, well, we'll just transport, you know, this kid from Truman Middle School over here in Westgate. She's 13. We're going to transport her up the road over here to Trisco Heritage because they got the big, large new facility and we're going to run an abortion there or that a qualifying adult can go into the school, check out your child, take her to go have an abortion because it's a her because females get a, you know, mothers get abortions and it could be a coach that's the a, abuser
2: an uncle, an uncle the neighbor the boyfriend mm-hmm. or whoever i'm mm-hmm. say but you know i i i remember when planned parenthood was starting and and the beginning of the feminist movement and alongside came this thought process that parents cannot understand a girl who gets in we we used to call it getting into trouble and the assumption was that every family would disown that child. That's absolutely, was not true then. It is not true now. Right. But look at what that thought process has done. Right. And then, and then, and it's so far
0: extreme. Yes. It's not just, hey, there's a girl, found herself in trouble, or those extreme circumstances that everybody told you about, like... She
1: stubbed her toe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, (laughs) to save the mother's life, or... Mm -hmm rape or incest, these very extreme situations and everyone's like, yeah, okay, well, I thought abortion was none of my business, that's between you and God or whatever, come to find out it's up to the day of birth. And after. So either way, you have to deliver the child, whether it's um, in pieces, because they might rip it limb for limb, or or if it's whole, and, the, and, the, and then where does it go from there? Because that's not even the
2: end game. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the vaccines that they're giving everybody is from aborted fetal tissue right that's right because that's how they the cultures do you
1: think that's whatever. what they're doing to inject uh, little girls now so that they'll actually reject their fetuses when they get pregnant well look older? what happened
0: when when we use peanut as a um as a culture base mm-hmm. every there was a whole generation of people allergic to peanuts so uh, yeah. we're gonna be allergic to babies i guess i don't know but we'll be right back yeah. we gotta take a little break you're listening off the cup ABQ it's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Kdaz 96.9 FM 700 a.m we'll be right back
2: hi I'm Tara Shaver with abortion free New Mexico did you know that New Mexico is the late-term abortion capital of the nation While your work and travel has been restricted by Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, New Mexico has become a global destination for late-term abortions. At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working several proven strategies to end abortion in our state. If
1: you
0: want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Support for today's programming on Off the Cuff ABQ is made possible in part by SEMCO. Thank you for supporting Off the Cuff ABQ and our mission. We are one of the only, if not the only, uh, conservative talk on FM in Albuquerque, surrounding areas that talk about local conservative issues. And we're from here, so it's New Mexico made, and it's, it's the all-American show.
1: That's right, and we're here to talk about New Mexico and yes. how, much, how defeated it, it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel so sorry for my New Mexico. You know, my New Mexico. I, I always thought that I was the land of enchantment, but really, the land of entrapment is starting to sound more and more like yes, it. sounds right. Yeah, it sucks you in and it, it, it takes over your life. And wow, it's like I feel like uh, New Mexico right now is going through a form of like the reservations. They're they're testing socialism on us, and we're people are just eating it up. It's right. unbelievable to me how for crumbs. Was, why? Why? For crumbs? Yeah. And all right so yes. I'm going to change the
2: subject okay do it. do it what do you do if you have a white pride rally and nobody comes <laughs> <laughs> I, and and I and I don't know if have you talked about this because I find this to be so interesting that the there was supposed to be a white supremacist uh, rally at Civic Plaza uh, this last Sunday the only people who sh- really showed up was BLM and Antifa and some other people um, and, and I thought I would ask because, you know, I, I actually run in very conservative circles. I know a lot of activists, the activists who would show up. Nobody went. Nobody, nobody had been invited. We never saw any invitations whatsoever. None of us know a Proud Boy. Not a one of us. I mean, you know. What the hell's a it, Proud Boy? What's a Proud Boy? Is that like you, a subli, A hey, subway Is sandwich. that a pole boy? I would say, <laughs> do you know any of these folks? I mean, there are activists. And, and like you, I know activists on both sides. Was this just the biggest scam you've ever heard? What do you, what do you think, or did you think that there were there were white supremacists no. who are going to come? No. no, I don't know what 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 do what do white supremacists wear? Seriously, what do they look like? They're a white yeah. power. <laughs> so check it out. So um so
0: there's all of these protests downtown. It's not the Proud Boys or whoever, but if you look at the national narrative, all of the uh, reports read that. Uh, Counter protesters outweighed those showing up to the protest. Uh, I would say, right, by a large number, all of them, <laughs> by, by a large number. So, and this is a narrative in in every city because every city, this was supposed to happen. Who organized it? Nobody knows.
2: Nobody knows. Well, I would say and when when we were organizing uh, vehicle rallies, you know, fifty miles long. Mm-hmm. We knew who was organizing. Right. Tell me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's organizing? Right. I don't think there was any organization. And most people don't
0: just show up. And when you do organize an event, you usually have, uh, you know, like a like a flyer. Yeah.
1: everything. And it's like, everything.
0: you know, uh, uh, Trump pride or Trump train going up from Albuquerque to Santa Fe. And there's all these other groups that will attach itself to it. Black Lives Matter. And then all of a sudden you got all those other groups kind of supporting it. Right. So you always have to have that to organize something. But they called the the internet called this this uh, this white power protest or white privilege protest or white lives matter whatever it is, but nobody was really going. Like I really think it was the left that called it. I do too. Or or somebody from the internet, Uh right? Because because I mean we listen to what hashtags say. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Me Too movement. They were
1: looking for a conflict. They hoped that some people would show up for that. Right. And there's BLM and then Tifa ready to jump and start a huge right. clashing. That's what they're looking for. Right. But people here never—they've never notified of anything. Right. So no, none of us heard about it. We—I would have gone to record it, but none of us heard about it. Right. So, yeah. The, who organized it? Like the internet. It? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: somebody called it from the internet, said, you know, um, um, in every city, every state across the nation, we're gonna have a white power protest or whatever the hell it was called. I don't care mm-hmm. either way, but the only people that showed up was Black Lives Matter, was a bunch of white people, <laughs> was a bunch yes, of white, was a bunch ab- of liberal, progressive white people, was a, mm-hmm. a bunch of white people that say, uh, you know. So, so do
1: they fight with each other? Or I do know. You know, I you know not.
0: what? I've seen them, yeah. uh, uh, white liberals. Oh, my God. They are exhausting. <laughs> so I think they're on. I mean, yeah, some no, seriously, speed they're or like something. all the time, like. You need to check your white privilege mm-hmm. because black people disproportionately get, you know, what all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't see any of them really going out into the streets and protesting for the actual black people that get killed here, for the actual brown people that get killed, for anything that actually happens in Albuquerque or all of New Mexico. But let somebody die ha- halfway across. In yeah. Minnesota. And, they're, and and that day they're organized. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the pitch and you go, oh, Mita, look. They got all the signs. It tells you where to go to the website. They tell you what to think, and then they're like, "No justice, no peace." And mm-hmm. I bought into this too until you take a book of matches down there, and they go, "Oh, Dinah, <laughs> this is a peaceful protest." And I said, "Well, shoot, no justice, no peace. We ain't got no justice, so I brought the book of matches so we could have some peace."
1: <laughs> okay. They still don't have it. They don't.
0: They didn't like it, you know, because they want you to have peace, but they want you to resist. Uh, on the floor, taking it, laying down while everybody's kicking around, even though they close the distance, just to say you was peaceful. That's right. You blame come at you. me and mm-hmm.
1: you close the distance. The distance. Uh-huh. And then and then blame me. And then blame me because, you know. You couldn't twist me and bend me. That's right. Me. Yeah. No justice,
2: no peace. Que queremos. So, Justicia. Justicia. <laughs> cuando. Ahora. Ahora. <laughs> <laughs> so the local media deserves some of the blame for this. How, all the how, blame. how dare they in literally endorse something that actually didn't happen? Right. It didn't. This. It It was not a thing, and yet we still hear reverberations. Yeah, you missed and all it fun. is the media yeah. that is, I'm so glad you're here talking about it, because I'm looking at this going, well, this is a farce. Well, let's talk about what they're not talking about. Las Cruces had to st- uh,
1: send an item, this is why Albuquerque's crime is so bad, and it All the statistics were there. We never heard about any of this stuff that Las Cruces had news about that were saying, this is Albuquerque, wake up, this is why your crime is so bad. And I thought, well, why didn't our paper print it, you know? Then they wonder why they get called that name.
0: Right. So uh, they used Proud Boys intentionally, and they kept running that narrative over and over and over and over again. So. You know take proud boys I don't really know much about them take BLM I don't know much about it either because I don't really care for either one I just don't it's just not my thing but they are both similar in you know in nature you could say but what what is it that they're doing but at the end of the day proud boys wasn't there it was BLM mm-hmm. you know so and, and to say sorry lastly to say black lives matter when you can't say all lives matter brown lives matter white lives matter or whatever flavor you are doesn't even matter if you say that your life matters they they will discount it because to say black lives matter is a political statement
2: i mean just look at the founder
1: yep look at her uh uh-huh. did you see uh, well,
2: yes yes the founder is now black lives mansions black yeah. lives Mansions. who's
1: giving her these millions millions of dollars that we know who it is of course but you know to continue the the movement and and make everybody so violent and angry so
0: the founder of black lives matter buys like her third mansion her and her chick God right bl- yeah
1: God bless in a her. white
0: neighborhood <laughs> a, a few miles from the black hood yeah.
1: where she come from well, but now she she's in a different category. But she's afraid of white people, cause
2: Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to have her as a neighbor. I really would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I don't live in Imagine. <laughs> so, but I do notice a common theme when BLM shows up. They have pre-printed signs, and at the bottom of the sign, watch closely. It says Answer.com. Do you know who that is? Yes, it's um it's an Answer Coalition. And George Soros funded lots of money. Uh, so it's something
0: to end racism or something like that. There's a local chapter here. Um, there's local chapters all over the United States. And so what these groups do, because they're about socialism and communism and Marxism, they come and they set up all of these chapters similar to Black Lives Matter. It, 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 it it's, it's out of the playbook. If you wanna organize, you know how to develop chapters. Now, groups on the left do it as well. This is just how it works. So they go and they, Put all these chapters everywhere. So you got the answer coalition of Albuquerque or New Mexico or whatever. So they start running the ground game of getting you know getting everybody's name, the donations, all of this stuff. And any and then they infiltrate places that are weak, weak.
1: Like the Democrat Party was, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Or they tell people that they need them because you know they're you know they're fighting against police brutality or whatever it is that. That's the national narrative. This is why Answer Coalition and all these other places don't come out for the people that die here from police brutality or whatever, or homeless or whatever. They're more worried about the national level because somebody way over there is telling them what to do. Well, they're they being don't, paid. they yeah. don't care about black lives. Sorry, they don't. They At don't all. care about brown lives. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they don't. They, uh, what they do is they have, um, they have tokens. So they got the black person, they got the one that's, I don't know, middle east of some kind i don't know i didn't bring my you know my race book um (laughs) they got a brown person and then they got a mexican because that person is talking about open borders right and they're they're well scripted they're they're well versed they're the ideal immigrant they're the ideal smart black person and they're like you know no justice no peace and they do all this stuff and you're like when you hear what they say, yeah, no justice, no peace. I'm down with that. Let's go. Like they killed the doodly, like, you know, let's go uh, stand uh, out on the corner with some signs. But that's not their goal. Their goal is not to to have community re- uh, relations with people of color. And really they're just calling you guys colored people. And Reject the term person of color. And, the, and understand that there's, they're here to cause dissension among us. And division. Mm-hmm. Because they're waiting for the fall of the United States mm-hmm. so that way they got every chapter every major city across the nation ready to go cuz then they're going to say oh protest down over here in front of UNM bookstore and everyone's going to go down there cuz that's where everybody meets anytime something happens to somebody else that's how it works how it works wow.
2: Okay. I think I'm depressed. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be depressed. These That's groups true. really just bother me a whole bunch because this is what they do. They don't really yeah. care about race issues. They they don't, or they want to tell you what your struggle is.
1: Would you care about a race issue if you have up to three mansions now? Would, I, I wouldn't care about nothing.
0: Man, call me what you want. That's yeah. my house, <laughs> but it's not even <laughs> under her name. She's like purchasing these properties under uh, the Black Lives Global Network or whatever company it is. Um, she's a Marxist. She tells you that up front. She tells you what's happening and they have a manifesto and they don't care about anybody but themselves. Obviously look what happened to Ferguson hands up. Don't shoot Mm -hmm. living in a mansion. You know what happened? To I can't breathe. Living in a mansion, it's easy to breathe over there. It's easy to breathe with money.
1: Yeah, all day long. And who cares about the woman that gave up their life forever? Who cares? Ooh, about I bet them? that
0: big mansion took her breath away. Oh, I, I can't breathe. <laughs> but you can't say that because then they'll call you racist, even
2: if you are colored. Mm-hmm. So it's still about the money. Still about the Always money. Always
1: about the money. She's a Marxist. Yes.
2: Still mm-hmm. about the money. All right, so I have another subject I want to talk with Look you about. Her starting trouble. She just likes she, to yeah, see me get I, hot I, over you. I, I like trouble. So so. Uh, you're from the South South Valley, but I really want to talk South Broadway. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I see that United is looking at the rail yards to build a uh, soccer arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the last, so as you know, I coached soccer for about 20 years and loved the game, loved the beautiful game. Uh, and I was glad when uh, United came, but they seem to be somewhat tarnished. And then add fuel to the fire, UNM shuts down their national-ranked, Men's soccer program. So we still have a women's soccer program. We have a partially used soccer stadium at uh at UNM on the other side of the football stadium. Uh given all of that, what do you think? I you know, there there are pluses and minuses here. Is this a good place? Is this a, is this not good a good place? What do you think? Well, you know, I don't know much about
0: the soccer stadium or whatever, but we have several stadiums now. Like the one
2: on the west side, it's huge. Remember, nobody uses it. I mean, I mean it's just it, sitting like there, it's and, an arena. and it's
1: it's gorgeous. I mean, and it's, it's world class. World oh, class.
2: except for the soccer pitch. Uh, did you know that there's not enough room on the sidelines on the soccer pitch? Unbelievable. How how do you how how do you do that? How how did you design that so badly? Right. I'm sorry. And, and since that's what I love, I was going. How'd you do that? So I mean, take um, um.
0: I don't know, like. I don't even know if South Broadway would be a good place for that because you gotta, you know, look at the area. Yeah, I mean it's in District Ten, and we know District Ten is all but two representatives, both Democrats, and giving you crumbs all day.
2: I don't know if it could hold the traffic. Where exactly do? do but they by, they want to put by it? the rail yards. By the rail in, yards. In the rail yards area. So so think uh, El Modelo's. Oh, okay. And and, uh, so, uh, but closer to the railroad track, so that's going east.
1: So that's still South Broadway area. It is Mm -hmm. South
2: Broadway. And, uh, you know, there's, if you go down a little farther down on Second Street, there's a whole bunch of uh, baseball uh, parks for for youth baseball. So does that make some sense? The land at, at the rail yards has some significant issues in terms of its use i mean there's oil spills there's all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff so would that be an appropriate use for that land which is intermittent use i don't know uh, traffic is that a is that a good way but do you think so here's the bottom line do you think that the taxpayers should pay for that
1: Well, yeah, because taxpayers pay for everything. Why not? I think taxpayers (laughs) should be
0: taxed to death. I think that government should pound them tax dollars out of you. I'm always suspicious of development. Mm -hmm. Always, always suspicious of development. And who promoted it. And who promoted it. Yeah, who's behind it? Who's benefiting? Who's the developer? Who wrote the plans? Who do they know in the city? What state is he from? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the list goes on and on. But it's interesting that uh, uh, the male soccer team was shut down at UNM, uh, maybe even to promote the agenda of United, because look at uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. 6.8 million vaccines were given, only six people that were reported got blood clots and they clearly said from the federal government on down that there was no correlation, there was no connection. And so now it's like, all right, so who's benefiting? Who's benefiting from you know from the stocks of the other one or whatever it is, but we'll be right back. So you're listening to Off the Cup ABQ, the newest and hottest local conservative talk radio on KDAZ 96.9 FM 700 AM. We'll be right back.
1: Good morning, Albuquerque. This is Gerald Loeb, local author here of All Things Political and Humor. I have a new book coming out on the 15th of April and it's called Mayhem Manor. In this book, you have feckless bureaucrats, mindless politicians, and overwhelmed police force. Inside this book, you'll find not one but two love stories and a very unlikely hero. Check it out, it's on Amazon.com and will be available on April 15th. You'll like the read. Thank you very much.
2: Don't let the cost of advertisement
1: hold you back. Off the Cuff Albuquerque supports local artists. Whether you are a solo artist or in a band, one of the best ways to get your music out there is to get it played on the radio. For more information, visit www.offthecuff.com. That's www.offthecuff.com.
0: everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest and newest local conservative talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Just a reminder, don't forget to go to our website, offthecuffabq.com. If you'd like to be a guest, make a comment, shout out. Or if you would like, if you are a local musician or book author and would like to have some free airtime, we have a program called Freestyle Friday. And tomorrow we have Fat City in the house. Yes, we do, they're a fantastic group. Fantastic group, been so, together for 30 years. Absolutely, so don't let the cost of advertising hold you back. Off the cuff ABQ provides a local platform so that the cost of advertisement is not a barrier to the opportunities and benefits of radio ads and promotion. If you are a New Mexican musician with the song or an author with the book, or any other sort of artistry. We would love to have you on our show and promote you on local FM, AM radio. So offthecuffabq.com and click on Be a Guest on Off the Cuff ABQ. It's that simple, and we will get back to you. Gerald's book, released today, Mayhem Manor by Gerald Loeb, So Gerald Loeb is a local author and has a new book entitled Mayhem Manor, and it hit uh, the Internet today. You can order it from Amazon.com or simply go on to OffTheCupABQ.com and click on the sponsor page and then click on Mayhem Manor Order Today button. Support local artists, local shows, local businesses, and
2: American-made. Yes, We're Mm American-made. I'm saying so, ooh, 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 (laughs) ooh. Do it. I was speaking of advertising. I was driving west on Candelaria Gee. at Yale and I looked up and there are these two marvelous women Stop it. up <gasps> on a billboard. We got it billboards. Was a billboard for Off the Cuff and I I almost drove off the road. I know those women. I haven't seen it. I know I totally <laughs> want to go see it. It's very cool.
0: So, yeah, we have billboards. So, equally we have to promote the show, but uh, we didn't know they were going to go up this week there you go they look great yes they so, look awesome all right we'll and, and there's no whatever. doubt
2: why you're there it's off the cuff off the cuff that's, totally
0: kbaz off the <laughs> cuff, <laughs> off the cuff. That's absolutely it. that's it so if you ain't listening to this conservative talk show then you ain't listening to much yeah you gotta know but we it. are the hottest show <laughs> you, this is what's going on right <laughs> we're the only ones talking about stuff and uh, it's a fully produced show by women created by women uh, but not running, uh, you know, the narrative outside of what the All-American Woman does. That's right. You, you know? know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's so. another narrative. I know you're going to be shocked to hear this. Stop it. Uh, so we've had lots of, of soccer tournaments, soccer games, uh, my team lost this year. Mm. Albuquerque High School was, was beat by Rio Rancho. Oh. Uh, which, which is, you know, I mean, it's okay because there were years that we never won anything other than right. wrestling and the fight right. in the parking lot. We did right. good there. We right. really did good there. Um, but they have determined that our young athletes are actually not getting sufficient oxygen because they're being required to run and play in a mask. Right. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. I I wait, 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 where's the controversy here? Come on, we like people without enough oxygen, don't you? Right, they pass out all the time, right? They're easy to overcome. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: and speaking of, so this is like, uh, let me see what is an announcement. All right, so this is breaking news. The government is now recommending that we wear blindfolds along with our mask and gloves to protect us from seeing what's really going on. This is breaking news. So as a recommendation, please wear your blindfold along with your mask and gloves to protect
2: yourself from seeing what's really happening. I was saying, Um, but did you see the latest CDC report? Which is uh, COVID doesn't live on hard surfaces. And so all of this use of Clorox uh, cleanup and all of this other stuff uh, creating a sterile environment is actually making you sick. Sicker.
0: So, And not to mention another irony, Uh, the lockdown nationwide,
1: particularly hard in New Mexico. And we have wide open borders. There you go. And they're all coming through and haven't been tested. And a lot of them already have COVID. There you go. So go ahead, yeah. Wear your mask, fools. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, <laughs> I think we
2: need we need those eye masks because I d- I right. just I do not want to see this. I don't know.
1: I'll take the blindfold before I do the mask. You know, yeah. the bl- I don't want to see it anymore. Right, it's horrific. So the left, the Democrats, and
0: I'm not talking the membership. So if you're a Democrat and you're hearing this, is don't get offended. It's not for these easily offended. We're talking the leadership because the Democratic Party is now a socialist party. Yeah. Period end of story, because I mean they they've quite proven it. The Democratic Party wants to desperately control you, your health care, your wages, your vehicles, your food, your paycheck, your guns, your right to have children, your religion, your air travel,
2: your light bulbs. So your existence. And even your straws. Stop. They want your straws, (laughs) ma'am. I mean, they want your straws. People have been injured with those metal straws that are supposed to be reusable. Did you ever hear that? I don't know either, but I'm going to say... I, I don't want to give those to young children. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean it's just really straws? Yeah. With everything going wrong With in our lives, we're worried.
1: On. But it's a distraction. Don't you see all these things that they're doing are distractions? It's a distraction. Like, pick, picking on the cartoon characters, the mm. little skunk, Pepe Le Pew. He's a pervert, you know, now. And they're not really worried about the perverts up in Washington that are up there perpetuating all these sicknesses, like human trafficking on us. But Pepe Le Pew, he's a sick little mm-hmm. puppy. And who else? Dr. Seuss. Yeah, don't listen oh, to him. Mr. Seuss. Potato Head. Mr. Don't pick up Mr. Potato You know, that always makes me cry. Right. Not Mr. Potato right. Head. Right. Yeah.
0: And then, I mean, what about Dora the Explorer? Well. I mean, what kind of parents does she have? Letting her run all over muck, with, you know, with the with the backpack and a map. Is that like where is Carmen San Diego? Where is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> hey, who's Carmen?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> so, whatever happened to the plastic bag ban? It uh, came. It left as quickly as it, it came. Did it turn out that it was not safe, and that it was stupid? Wait, 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 what is that word? Stupid. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and now the so, bags are thicker than ever, Yeah, and they don't dissolve. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. the ones they had before where, you know. I, But it was dangerous for uh, uh, grocery store workers to keep handling your bags, which were probably sick and not clean, which was all true. Hmm. I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know. And, and then, again, back to, like, customer
0: service. They're at, at Sometimes you got to bag your own groceries. They make you check out. And you get no uh, employee discount. Well, that way they can get rid of all the jobs and you, you right. wait on yourself. because that's what $15 an hour looks like. Yeah. Because yes. they're not going to pay you $15 an hour for an unskilled job. It's going to be called a kiosk. Mm. And then you're going to walk up to the kiosk and you're going to punch in your little, uh, you know, Happy Meal order. And then they're going to say, well, we only need like the three employees back there to turn on the lights and make sure the machine's
2: on and all of this kinds of stuff. So I got a question for mm-hmm. you. Um. When you go to the store, when you go to Walmart, I bet you go to Walmart, I go to Walmart, do you check yourself out or do you go stand in line to be to talk with a real person? Okay, so uh,
0: at the Walmart uh, by my house, mm-hmm. uh, all there is is self-checkout, and you got like the one line that has a real person, uh, and that's a cigarette line, and that's usually long. And then you have a couple of other ones, and that line's usually long too, and I kind of hate dealing with people sometimes, so yeah, I, I self-check out.
1: Just to get out of it. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, yeah. I, you know, I just have such an aversion to the fact that it is decimating jobs. I, I think that's probably mm-hmm. the root of it for me, that I will stand in those lines until I get to talk to a real person. Right. I do not like the self-checkout, and it is costing you more money because the theft at self-checkout is costing these companies between 10 and 17% in more loss. And so what did they do when they have loss? They increased the prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
0: get to pay for that. Right. They're like, "Did you check everything on the bottom of your basket? Wink wink nudge nudge." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure did. <laughs> can I can I see your receipt? No
1: because everybody knows you can steal from anywhere you know why no you try that at Costco security (laughs) is tighter than at the border or anywhere else but if you ran out with the basket you, they're not going to
0: you ch- down. chase you down at costco
1: no way go no. ahead why would you i want to why
0: would you if you were a security guard chase after somebody get into a scuffle and then it's going to come back on you i mean look what they're doing to people across the board
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you barely touch anybody barely say anything and they're like it's racist it's brutality it's all kinds of stuff anybody can steal from a store that's what they clearly said I That's, oh. so sad. I, I'm not advocating for it I'm just saying like there's a clear problem you know um, customer service is down so I often go through these self checkouts because I can't stand a deal with these people that are just incompetent they're rude they don't say hi all of this stuff it frustrates me so I just say well I'll just check myself out because they they uh, a lot of people not all of them but they're I mean everybody has this experience customer service
1: sucks, sucks. At, at drive ups you know for food and everything. Right. They forget the straw. They forget the napkin. They yeah. hand you your bag, like move along, cattle. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm Yeah, for $15 an yeah, I'm hour. I'm here for $15 an hour and I'm not interested in your, in your happiness right. and your health. Right, right. Yeah. Last words, we got to go. Okay, what last word? Do we Do have a last any? word? No, I think I'm all talked out. Okay,
2: anything? I say we are becoming so insulated. I need people. And I. that's why I go through the the cash register and i make it a point to actually have a conversation because everything else i'm doing we are becoming isolated i don't like it and it's not good for us right absolutely mm-hmm. so when you
1: fly by pick me yep. up i got the giggles yep. and baby i am loads of fun so when you fly by pick me yep. up i'm
0: stoned
1: Boned. Have You're a listening to huh?
0: uh, KDAZ, 96.9 <laughs> FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to visit us on the web at offthecuffabq.com. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Freestyle Friday, we got Fat City in the house.
1: And God bless you. Have a great day. Wow.